Welcome to another episode of the Brown Couch Bruh. Brown Couch Bruh, back to Customary toast, my brother. Always. All right, we got a show today. Uh, we got a got a special guest uh, in the house tonight. Uh, but before we go there, um, let's tip it off. Let's tip it off. Tip drill. Tip drill. How was your week? Week was good. Uh, had a short week this week. I'm off the rest of the week headed down to Louisiana, brother. Ah, where are you going to Louisiana for? Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Southern University homecoming. Homecoming. Wow. You know, that's one of the, one of the regrets, regrets that I have is that I didn't go to an HBCU, so there's really no place for me to go back. But I did today wear my St. Francis red flag shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm in, I'm in the house a little bit, you know. Uh, but what a week in sports. Uh, we saw the Chicago Sky win the, win the WNBA championship. Uh, shouts out to Candace Parker. This is number two for her. Came in her first year and won, won the ship. Yeah, first year with the in Chicago, Chicago Sky and, and, and back at home, uh, a Chicago native. Uh, it was really good to see her uh, win one for, for our hometown. Kind of following the steps of, of the LeBrons of the world, right? Well, you know, it's a commercial out with Candace Parker, and I didn't really realize they were talking about her until the end of the commercial and all her accomplishments. Uh, of course, she's arguably be one of the greatest basketball players, female basketball players to ever play the game. So, like you said, shout out to Candace Parker. Yeah, at some point we got to take the, the, the female part out and just say one of the greatest basketball players. I agree. Uh, because I was, I was watching <laughs> – I was listening to a, a, a talk show, um, uh, WNBA, uh, the, the NBA um, uh, uh, radio show, uh, and there was a guy that called in and said, listen, uh, can we trade Anthony Davis for Candace Parker? <laughs> Seems like she played more games than him. Uh, so at some point, we got to start talking about uh, the women's game and, and really saying to ourselves, these women, uh, in terms of the skill level, uh, are on par with a lot of the men. Definitely. Uh, a lot of these women playing today are uh, been playing the game for a long time. A lot of times we don't recognize them like we should, but we talked about it last episode, uh, the, 25, the 25 years the WNBA has been in existence. And the players that have came out of that league, they they coaching now, the Don Staley's of the world, the Lisa Leslie's of the world. So, you know, shout out to the WNBA for still being uh, out there and vibrant. Yeah, uh, and, and shout out to um, to Candace Parker and the Chicago Sky for winning it. Uh, I saw um, uh, it seemed like the, the, the whole city was out uh, during that celebration, during that game. You had a chance to rap her on, on, on the scene uh, with the team, so it was really good to see. Chicago is one of those towns, kind of like Detroit. We need, they need something like that, the, the distraction to keep away the violence and stuff like that. So, No doubt. Huge lift for that city. What about your Lions? Next subject. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it is what it is. You know, uh, oh man, 0-6. Lost a couple of tough ones the last couple of weeks on late field goals, long field goals. Uh Lions out of Lions, brother. Same old Lions. Yeah, it's just it's just unfortunate, I guess. I mean, I, I didn't expect much out of this group this year. Um, but when you talk about a team that's 0-6 right now, and it, it's really no help in sight for this group. None. Um, it, it's just a total ta- lack of leadership, I think, um, from, from, from the, 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 almost the coaching staff on down uh, with a lot of those, those guys. And so um, we'll see what happens next week, I guess. Well, next week, you mean this week against the Rams? Against the Rams. Matthew Stafford, what do you think? 0-7. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe against Philly coming back next week, after week after next. Maybe at home against Philly. Uh, I don't see him going 0-17, but I don't know. It's a long road for the Lions. Well, we can't really say that because did you, did, you, did you think that the 0-16 group would go 0-16? Yeah. <laughs> Well, on a, on a happier note, you got Michigan and Michigan State. Big game uh, both, coming up in two both weeks. Both schools undefeated. Good game. A huge game coming up in a couple of weeks. When was the last time that Michigan and, and Michigan State met uh, when they were undefeated? That would be a good question. It might be a good question to ask, I guess. Yeah. I mean, we got a, we got a guest in the house. Great segue. Great segue. <laughs> <laughs> to our guest, and I'm going to let you introduce our guest. Let me introduce this man. Uh... Been knowing this man a long time. I'm talking about since we were kids. 
you know, 79, 80, 81 Cubs, <laughs> and just throughout life. Uh, he's been seeing my son's journey. Uh, he's been a, a voice in my ear, a voice in his ear, and um, he's here today. Went, done one and only, Tony Blankenship. Glad to have you here, brother. Thank you, guys, man. Welcome. Welcome it. to the Brown Couch, bro. Thank you guys for having me. Appreciate that. <laughs> yep, yep. Toast it up. Much love, fellas. So let's start it off. Um, where are you from? Born and raised, what neighborhood? I'm born and raised in uh, Detroit. I grew up in the northwest side of Detroit uh, on Finkelin Manor, uh, probably less than a mile from Cooley High School. Ah. On one direction, and then going um, north, probably about a mile and a half from Mumford High School. So um, when you get your letters back then because you lived in a district, you were supposed to go to your uh, neighborhood high school. Mm-hmm. And I, we got a letter. <laughs> we got a letter to go to Mumford. And I mean, no disrespect to Mumford, man. Um, but, uh, yeah, that didn't happen, though. <laughs> but then also, your brother was already at Murray, correct? He was at Murray, but that's another story. Hopefully, you have him to come in. Exactly. I think we talked about that before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't want to spoil that for you. I think exactly. that's something y'all, exactly. you guys should hear. Exactly. But I did. I followed. He was at Murray. So, obviously, we played Little League football together, and I wanted to follow and play with him. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was important that we, we had a chance to continue to play together. And, you know, he, he was always somebody I looked up to, of course, and I, he was my hero. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to be like him as an athlete. So, look, he was at Murray, so I was going to Murray. If he was going anywhere, I was going to go. Correct. It didn't matter what school it was mm-hmm. uh, at that particular time. So, Tell us about that journey at Murray, those, those four years that you were there. Uh, you know you had some competitive teams. Yeah. You know, great yep. coach and Coach Moore, correct? Earl Moore yeah. uh, was our head coach during that time. Um, very competitive teams. Uh, I got. A, I was blessed enough to play as a freshman. I started as a freshman mm-hmm. uh, at corner and at receiver, and we played against some really good football teams. Bernard Hall, and you know, who, who's a legend, in Detroit, and um, played against them in the championship my freshman year. Okay, uh, I, I'll never forget that experience, of course. But um, we were we were good. We only lost two games that year, my freshman year, and then uh, I ended up taking over the round. My brother was the quarterback, and then. He went to Iowa State, and I became the starting quarterback at Mary Red High School my sophomore year when I played against uh, this this young man right here, uh, <laughs> Damon Webb. Yeah, we came over and, to Murray. They that came year over to Murray and put it on me. Yeah, yeah. Put it on us. <laughs> man, so. Um, I feel another football story. I feel another Al Bundy, <laughs> Hope High football story coming hey, on. Man. You want to get that out of the way now? No, so it was just a good game. On? It was a good game. You can tell them, Dane. Go ahead. You know, man. we, we kind of handled them pretty good. I think it was like 32 to 8, something like that. I don't know if it was Somebody that. Said, 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 said Boswell caught two touchdowns. He did. That. He did. Not and against one, me, though. And, and one of them, uh, <laughs> as he was running to the end zone, he, he jumped. He just took a step. There wasn't nobody by him. He was like, man, why you jump over there? He was, it was a dead bird on the on the, on the field. <laughs> I believe it. That's a story I didn't know about. But I, I'm tell not, you, tell I you. ain't surprised. He just running all by himself. The next thing you know, he just jumped. He was like, what you jumping for? He said, it was, it was a dead bird on the field. Wow. I didn't know <laughs> But that know was that. BSL football. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah our you fields know, weren't probably the chassis best. Chassis had glass on their field. I mean, we played, went over the chassis. It was, man, cans, glass. We played. Yeah. Just like you did it. In the late '80s, early '90s. Yeah. yeah so you, you you come out of Murray right in yep. in '89. I mean, you you competing yep. in, the, in the PSL, and at the time, I mean, Damon just talked about it. Um, you know, some great players in the PSL during that time. Yeah. Let's talk about some of the some of the players you played Man. against in, in the PSL. You know, again, I, I I go back to Bernard and you know Vincent Donaldson, Bolo, Bolo, mm-hmm. um, just a lot of great guys. Donnell Dickerson, um, Daryl Beard. Um, that's, you know, in, in my early years. And as I got older, uh, Kerwin Moore uh, played at King High School. Terrence Wheatley played at King High School. Lewis Lowe played at Osborne High School. Um, man, uh, Johnny Oglesby, God rest his soul. Yeah, Johnny O. At, at Detroit Central. And Robert uh, uh, Robert Hunt. Robert Hunt, Quarterback yeah. at, at Central. And Carlos Marino. Man, you name it, you name it. These legends, yeah, man. man Gas definitely could have played on the ne- next yeah. level. Yeah, definitely played against a lot of great players, man. And I played against those guys in little league too. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you know, it, it's it's a a thing where it lasts for a lot of years. Our competitive nature and us going against each other during those times. Um, a lot of great players, man. A lot of great players. 
four great years at, at, at Murray Wright, um, all city, all state, uh, defensive back. Uh, quarterback, and quarterback too. Quarterback, quarterback. yeah, right. throw that quarterback. in there. Quarterback, quarterback <laughs> and defensive back. And you, you end up at U of M. Uh, I did. Could have been any other schools besides U of M. Who, who else was recruiting you at the time? Man, I'm going to be careful um, with this because my mom and dad may see this. <laughs> so, well, so, you sent them the link. They definitely well, going to see I, it. Well, I hope you know why you don't look. I wasn't going to Michigan, man. My, my brother, and everybody knows my brother is not a Michigan fan. Okay. You know, he's just not, you know, for whatever reason. And I, I was recruited by Syracuse, Michigan State, uh, Colorado, um, Minnesota, and, and during that particular time, those were my visits. Mm-hmm. Uh, UCLA, Notre Dame, everybody was involved, but those were my visits that I took during that particular time. And Colorado was a great time uh, for us during that time. Coach McCartney was a head was coach. Was Westbrook there at that Westbrook time? Westbrook was coming behind us. Okay, okay. Eric Bienemy. Bienemy okay. uh, was there? Yeah. I grew wow. Up, I grew up uh, about three blocks away. Uh, from from Westbrook, uh, we really? both grew up on Bur- on, on Burnett. Oh, okay, West Warren. He went to Chassis. Yep, mm-hmm. sure did. Yeah, legend. Mm-hmm. Yep, he mm-hmm. just got inducted to the Hall of Fame, I think. Yep. So, congratulations to him. Westside yeah. Cubs. Westside Cubs. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, yeah, Syracuse was a, 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 a really the place I thought I was going to go. Mm-hmm. Um, I verbally committed. Probably to everywhere. Mm-hmm. I want to. <laughs> you want to lock in. I locked you in. You locked everywhere. in. Right, right, right. Hey, I'm coming. Yeah, I'm coming. Right, right, everywhere, right. I'm, everywhere I went, I'm coming. Yeah. But Colorado probably was a little bit too far. Um, Ronnie Wolfolk and I went on that visit together. Who was okay. a, a Henry Ford legend, and he committed, like committed. Uh-huh. I committed. Was like, yeah, okay. I don't know if I'm gonna come to Colorado, bro. That's on the other side of the country. <laughs> you know, at that time, every game wasn't on TV. Right, right. Um, and I think that played a part for my parents, too, and the influence. And obviously, it was the University of Michigan, too. Um, but I can tell you this. When I did go on my visit to Michigan, um, the the genuine nature of those guys and how they treated me was unlike anything I had experienced. Who hosted you? Well, um, Bobby Abrams was Bobby my host. From here. Bobby? He's from Detroit. Henry Detroit, Henry Ford. Yeah, yeah, legend. Yeah, yeah. Um, Bobby was a great dude. He was older seasoned mm-hmm. and, you know and, and everybody know what that means man look i'm 18 bobby is senior at michigan he might have been his fifth year right. so he might have been like 22 mm-hmm. so that's a big difference conversation wise exactly for a kid coming in and that's still in high school that's talking to a 22 year old grown man um so for me talking to bob man and he was real just well, blank, you know, man, this is what they're going to do, and this is how it's going to be. And I'm like, man, this is too serious, man. It's just, mm-hmm. But he was very, you know, upfront. He, he was great. And, but the thing that he did, and the reason I went to Michigan, he has a lot to do with this. He put me around some guys who were like me personality-wise. Mm-hmm. Lance Dotton, Mike Evans, um, during that particular time, um, Jared Bunch. Um, it, was, it, it was just some really good dudes. Mm-hmm. Um, Tony Bowles, these dudes were older, but they were really cool guys, man. Mm-hmm. They did not treat me, you know, like I was some, you know, whatever, recruit, mm-hmm. whatever, you know, you just coming in and take our spot. And now being older and I can look at it now, I know why. They were studs. They right. were big time college football players. They ain't had to treat me no kind of way. They had no. already established themselves. Exactly. Um Leroy Horde was in that group. So yeah, Leroy. I never forget we were on Brown Street. Anybody know from Michigan know what Brown Street is that particular time. That was the apartments were there and Football players hung out there, and that's kind of where the parties were at. Mm-hmm. So they took me, and I hung out with those guys, man. And again, it was just no nonsense. It was all, f- it was fun, and what no, you know, nobody wasn't trying to uh, sell you no BS. Mm-hmm. It was like, look, man, you come here because you want to be here with us, and you know, we got a chance playing the Rose Bowl every year. We got a chance to win the Big Ten championship every year. You're gonna be on national TV every week. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, we don't know what else to tell you. And that was big back then. That yes, was, that was big. That was big. Yeah. yeah, it's major to be able to tell your your parents you're gonna you're gonna play on national TV or tell your friends you're gonna play on national TV every week. Um, this isn't this isn't you know Pop Warner here. This is University of Michigan. Michigan. Yeah. How how much of uh, an influence was was Coach Moeller on your decision? Man, you know what. Gary Moeller, um, phenomenal coach and an even better man. Uh, and, and that's nothing against Bo. Uh, Bo, we, we were part of Bo's last recruiting class. A okay. lot of people don't know that. But Bo retired after my freshman year. So okay. you was up under Bo for one. I was under Bo for one year. Uh-huh. And Bo uh-huh. left and, and became the, the assistant AD or something at Michigan. And, uh, was he at Michigan, Michigan or did he take Tigers the Tigers? Or something? The president of the Detroit Tigers. Yeah, yeah, Maybe yeah, that's yeah. what it was. Yeah. Um, but Moeller – 
Gary Mola took over during that particular time and just a player's coach, ultimate player's coach, but no nonsense as well. So he he had the balance. And I only know that now because I've coached for 20-something plus years. Mm-hmm. And I know the importance of being able to have relationships with your players and be able to be stern um, and, and make sure you, you're, you're doing what they, they're doing what they're supposed to do, but you still can have a conversation with them. Your mm-hmm. door is still open for them. Mm-hmm. Gary Moeller had a lot to do with, you know, how I coached, you know, when I became a head football coach. Mm-hmm. He had – he figured it out, and and uh, I, I loved it. I really loved playing for him. Um, the only thing that I can say negative about Gary Moeller is <laughs> he brought me into his office after my freshman year with Bo and said, I'm moving you to safety. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> but people don't understand the story. He, he didn't move me to free. I got moved to strong safety. Oh, so you had to, you up Man, closer to the line of scrimmage. I'm a linebacker. You, right, right, exactly. You know, exactly. I'm playing linebacker. I'm in the box. I'm the fourth guy off the edge. I'm 190 pounds. I played quarterback since I was eight years old. Right. Wow. I played free safety in high school. Never played defense in little league. So people who knew me knew me. That, hey, this dude's a quarterback. That's what I was. I was a quarterback. Mm-hmm. But I was an athlete too. So I, I took it upon myself to take it on as a challenge. And I and I was going to try to you know conquer that particular challenge. So you know I appreciate you know what Coach Mola brought you know to University of Michigan. Man, we we didn't lose a, a bowl game when he was there. And you were beating the Ohio State on a regular basis. Every year. I never lost to him. Right. See, there you go. There you go. Yeah, so, and Gary, yeah. we won, again, we won every bowl game. This dude wouldn't have us – we wouldn't practice the day like two, three days before the game. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't be – he would have us just like in, in helmets, walkthroughs. Mm-hmm. He had a different perspective. He was way before his time mm-hmm. because like what guys do now with the NCAA and the rules, he was already doing it. So, Bo had us doing two days. Wow. During bowl practice, Gary was like, nope, we're going shoulder pads and helmet on Wednesday. We're going helmets only on Thursday. We walked through on Friday. And this happened throughout the whole season that I was there, all, every year that we were there with him. We were in a hotel on Fridays. We didn't practice on Fridays. Right. But when Bo, man, we were out there practicing. Mm-hmm. So, so, so I, I guess Bo would be considered more of a player's. Co- I mean, a, a, a Mola would be considered more of a player's coach today. No uh, that's, question. That's essentially what 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 that is transformed into. No question. He like, I, I, and, and look, I say this with all you know sincerity and, and respect to all the coaches out there over the years. He was before his time. Mm-hmm. He had it figured out before these dudes right now in 2020. He was doing it already in 1992. He was doing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you know, so, sometimes working smarter is better than working. Harder. Oh, no right. doubt. Uh, in a lot of instances, especially when it comes to coaching. Yes. And it's interesting that you mentioned something, too. You talked about how um, Bo called you into his office and told you that he was moving your position. Mm-hmm. Well, if that happened today. No, uh, guys in the portal. Now, now, now a kid's in the, in the transfer portal. <laughs> yeah, I'm right. out of here. I'm out of here. Yeah, you're you know, in the portal now, man. You out. Yeah. You gone. Trans- yeah. Well, well, and, and Dane may have remember me telling the story. My brother, I was gone. My brother called me. He was like, hey, man, it's time to go. He, he ain't like Michigan no way, but, you know, Joe was like, hey, look, got Coach Oliver at, at Bowling Green on the line. He's ready for you to come up. You're going to be the starting quarterback. You got to sit Joe out Joe had already you. negotiated he already, everything. He had already, he already worked it out for you. He, he's an already – my brother's a college athlete. He's a, a blue chipper, all right, these right. things. And he like, hey, man, look, you got to go. But, I, man, I was already in, man. When I say I was already in, the experience and the camaraderie of your teammates – Going to California, being on TV, I was I was sold, man. I was already in. I, and I then it's Michigan, it. the academics. You were getting yeah, the quality I was education, getting a great education at the time, right? Exactly, Absolutely. exactly. And it, it, you know, you build relationships, and that's people don't realize that it's bigger than what the football game and, and sports. You build, you 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 develop friendships with guys from all over the country mm-hmm. and all over know, the world, all over the world. Yeah, absolutely. I think you might point. have the biggest. Next to like Notre Dame, one of the biggest alumni in the world. Absolutely, and mm-hmm. I, I would say you know mm-hmm. we're right there with them as well. So I just wasn't, I didn't want to do it. I, and then I wanted to, you know, I wanted to see if I could pull it off. Mm-hmm. I really was like, I'm, I'm gonna try to do this. And you know, I knew it was you know a tough situation. I'm a quarterback, and I played DB in high school too. But I was a free safety in high school, and I didn't get the free safety to my junior year at Michigan. Mm-hmm. But uh, I still, I wasn't gonna give up. But bro, was like. Look, Coach Oliver on the phone. A lot of people who are going to see this going to know who that, that dude. He was a great man. He was a quarterback coach mm-hmm. at, at Bowling Green at the time. You may have heard of him. Mm-hmm. And he was like, hey, Tony, come on. Let's go. 
you can uh, transfer. You're going to sit out the rest of this year, but you'll be ready to start here at Bowling Green. And all I was thinking was like, man, I just got through eating filet mignon. <laughs> <laughs> right, this is what we do. This is how we eat up here. Right, 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 right. right. I'm eating clam. I ain't know what clam chowder was till I got to Michigan. You know, I'm, I'm eating. I'm eating filet mignon. I'm eating steak they, for for lunch. We eating macaroni and cheese and great food every day. Right. This wasn't just game day. This was every day. I. Our, our, you know, our, our training table was, you know, epic. People talk about it to this day. Mm-hmm. Our girlfriends ate good, you know, during that time. <laughs> <laughs> the carryouts we would take back to the dorms. Right, right. Like, what you having today? Oh, we got some meatloaf and some macaroni and cheese and some dressing. That's how we ate every day. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm going to Bowling Green, man. That's, that might be a problem, bro. They, I don't know if they eating like that at Bowling Green. They playing against Toledo and Central Michigan and <laughs> no disrespect, helper. right? Man, no right, disrespect, right, fellas. Right, right. Ha- hamburger helper and Kool Aid. Yeah. <laughs> so, so listen, you uh you 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 finish at Michigan, you got your degree, mm-hmm. and then you get into coaching. Yeah. And you come here back to the city, you always you came you came back. I did. That's the, that's the most important thing. I did. You came back to share your knowledge and everything and you started out where? You started did you, you went to went, straight back to Murray I went or right back to my alma mater. Mm-hmm. And it was a goal of mine. Uh one of your 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 uh teammates and and Alums from McKenzie, Walter Smith can mm-hmm. attest to this. When I was a junior at Michigan, I said, "Man, when I get done playing, you know, and I'm going to the when I get done out of the league, because mm-hmm. that's our mindset. That's we're everybody. Yeah, that's going the mindset. To the league. When right. I get done out of the NFL, I'm coming back to my high school and I'm gonna build a program, mm-hmm. and I want it to be a phenomenal high school football program. But I knew that, mm-hmm. so I don't know. Good Lord bless me, and it was something that was in me. I knew what I was gonna do when I got done, mm-hmm. and I was talking about it. While I was in college, mm-hmm. and Walt can attest to that. Um, when I was at Michigan, I was like, hey, man, I'm going back to Murray, and I'm going to build a juggernaut because mm-hmm. I want that for my high school. I, I felt like, you know, Murray didn't get the respect it deserved. You know, I just mm-hmm. felt like it just wasn't looked upon the way it should have been looked upon um, from a football perspective. It was a basketball mecca. You know, it was a great basketball program. Yeah, it was. They yeah, had, had some they great, had, yeah, Bunton, had, Coward. Yes. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. Trailer. Yep, yep, yep. So I wanted to be able to um, to bring that to my high school. And I was like, well, why not me? I play here. I go to Michigan. I come back. It's a great opportunity for me to build a program. Mm-hmm. So so a, a, a Murray Wright grad, mm-hmm. um, a, a, an all-state performer while you were at Murray Wright, you go to the University of Michigan and you play for four years mm-hmm. uh, and have some success at the University of Michigan. Mm-hmm. You come back to to Warren, yeah, to West Warren, twelfth, twelfth <laughs> Street. <laughs> yeah. Did they realize what they had in you? I mean, this doesn't happen. Yeah, that's, that's you know that's a great point. Um, I can say this: the 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 kids that were there during that time, and I was young. Mm. I was 22, 23 years old. I didn't have any problems because I think that I had a pass. Mm. You know what I mean? So I think the kids knew what they had. When I mean the students and the players, mm-hmm. I think they kind of knew. I don't know if the adults knew, you know, the impact that I could have, you know, in that program, in that school, in that community. But the, the students was like, look, that's, that's Coach Blank. And he went here. Mm-hmm. And he played here. So, you know, I didn't get much flack, man. I didn't have any problems. Mm-hmm. Um from that standpoint. Now, let me ask you this. When we, since we're talking about high school coaching and football, it was a, a guy posted a topic on Facebook early this week on PSL football. He was like, why is it two championships? Mm-hmm. And I immediately kind of thought about you because you took a smaller school, mm-hmm. Southwestern. Mm-hmm. You won a couple of division titles. And not only that, you won a city championship mm-hmm. in a program that's downriver. Mm-hmm. Really nobody – Definitely basketball school at Southwestern. Yep. We all know that. Yep. But I remember when you were the coach there, and you had some other stops at Redford and mm-hmm. I think Denby, correct? Yep. Yeah. Yep. But I think Southwestern to me was special because it was like you took a bunch of kids yeah. just from scrap yeah. and and won the championship. Yeah. We had 19 players Wow. Uh, on that team in 2008. We won a city championship with 19 kids. Um, we really – had a chance to go further. We lost to Country Day mm. uh, in a district championship game, mm-hmm. six to nothing. Wow. Uh, our quarterback, who was an all-state dream team at that time, um, if he doesn't get hurt, uh, you know, we had a chance to go far, even mm-hmm. with 19 kids. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that, I, and I appreciate that, Dane, bringing that up. Um, but shame on anybody at any level to say that, you know, why do they have two championships? 
man, it's hard to win a championship in spades. Mm-hmm. It's hard to win a championship in poker. It's hard to win a championship in anything you do in life. Shame on any person, in my opinion, and this is my opinion, if you questioning somebody who won a championship. No, I don't think – I think he, he didn't understand the div- division breakup. Like, Cass okay. King mm-hmm. and a, a guy came on and said, well – you know, you got smaller schools now because uh, charter schools and people live moving out the district, which okay. we didn't do. Yep. So he was saying, I don't understand what's the two championship thing. And so uh, yeah. that, and, and the reason said, that's been going on for a while. Well, well, my passion and the way I feel about it, I've, I've, I've read some things too, like mm-hmm. you. I, mm-hmm. I saw some dudes talking about how it's Pop Warner, high school football. And you don't get the, don't belittle kids, don't that's belittle true. high school players. That's true. They out here competing mm-hmm. and they playing for whatever they were throwing in front of them. So don't blame them. It, it, blame the system and, and the people who created the system. If you if you got questions, and, and I'm not talking about this particular individual. You're right. speaking I of, understand what you're saying. I'm speaking of guys who I've actually saw online try to degrade, you know, Division II championships. Right. And, and trust me when I tell you, I've, I've, I've had a chance to be a part of all of it. When I was at Murray, they didn't have that. We didn't have that. No, right. at all. Right. And even when I was a head football coach at Murray in 2001, when I took – that particular team to the championship, we had to play two playoff games to get to the championship. Wow. See, and people don't realize all the different dynamics. If you're going to ask all the questions, come with all the facts. Mm-hmm. Talk about the fact that even now they only play one playoff game. No, they don't even do that. They just play a championship game now. Before that, it was one playoff game, then a championship game. Mm-hmm. So you're right. There's no, there's there's no, play, no playoffs. There's no playoff so talk about right. all these things. If you're going to bring up, you know, the fact there's Division Two and these, these guys are uh, playing in a lower tier – Hey, look, they do, and a guy brought this up. They do it in the Catholic League. They do it in other places all over the country. It's, it's not the kid's fault. It's not the coach's fault. You really just go out there and you compete the best you can against whoever you, who's in front of you. Um, I get that we're used to our way, you know, and what we know. But, man, don't, don't criticize, you know, people for going out and competing mm. and going out and being successful, you know, in whatever competition that they're doing. Because to me, that's similar to saying, well, this woman who just won the heavyweight boxing championship, well, hers is not validated because she's a woman. Right. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the, the, you know, Tyson Fury just won as a man, and it, it's more important. No, it's, it, it's work. It, it's, it's hard. To your point, and, that, and that's a great segue, women's football. <laughs> you, you were one of the first guys, coaches, to branch off into – Professional women's football. I did. Uh, five championships. Five. 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 Oh, a fifty-game winning streak. Yep. Around about forty-four, I think. something like yep. that. Yep. But how was that experience? And tell us a little something about that. Man, that was Detroit um, demolition. Detroit, Detroit demolition. demolition. I think yeah. we went to a game. I think we did. We went to a couple yeah. of games. Um, yep. Yep. That was a, an amazing time. Uh-huh. Um, to to have that kind of success again, man. You know, you you're competing against people who are playing the same sport you're playing mm-hmm. at the same time you're playing it. Is the mentality, the the, the the young lady's mentality the same? Like, I know you have some killers out there. Did you have any particular players you'd be like, oh, look, she could have played at Murray or look, she could have played? Look, that's the truth, man. I was just talking to a buddy of mine, Sean Alexander, um, and you know Sean. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had some girls. I had a girl named Jody Menzi, and Jody was a defensive back. And I'll never forget, Dame, I'm going through drills, DB drills. Mm-hmm. And I'm doing my regular just backpedal and, and, and press and drive. Backpedal hip turn and drive. Backpedal angle turn and drive. She was flawless. She was better than any kid I had ever coached Wow. to that time. She was that good. Mm. And she was that special. And it was easy for her. It was flawless for her. She was that good of an athlete. Now, we've had a lot come through. Lori Aaron played. Mm-hmm. Bridget Porter, a uh, young lady named Misty Finley who played for us from Canada, she was kicking 45-yard field goals. Easy. Wow. wow. So we were loaded. We we had a lot of great players. Uh, Annie Yochis, who's now a nun, uh, who played it. She is. She played, <laughs> yeah. she played at UAD. But we had girls who played, like, college basketball. She was a point guard at UAD. Uh-huh. Um, our quarterback, Kim Grotus, was a, a, a starting shortstop at Western Michigan. So you had athletes. athletes. We had the best athletes you could find. Right. We taught them how to play football. Well, these were women who, who – were familiar with competing yes. in other sports. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and probably since yeah. they were little girls, were waiting for the opportunity to play football. Yeah. So what 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 even brought you to that? Like how 
What's what's the conversation? That's a great question. So <laughs> that occurs, <laughs> right. that goes to so, you and says, "Hey, that, that, that's that we, very." So, like, uh, <laughs> we want you to coach this team. Like, what is that? I'm, I'm, man, what's look, the conversation? I'm, I'm gonna make it brief as possible. So, I was at Murray, and I had just finished the championship season. We lost to Henry Ford in the championship in 2001. Okay, guy called me um, and said, "Hey, blank, look, they got a women's team, man, and they're looking for a head coach. They got some guys, but." They need some experience, some guys who coached. I was like, women? <laughs> I was like, what? Right, know, right. Ladies, no disrespect. But I had never seen it. Right. So I didn't know anything about it. There's right. no way I, I could know, you know. Um, it, it, he asked me, and I was like, man, that's flag. You know, y'all playing flag? <laughs> Dude was like, no, they play football. Tackle. Was like, there's a league. I was like, what? And it was called the NWFL at the time, National Women's Football League. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, I don't know about all that. So... He was like, no, they're serious. They're really, they're doing this. This is it's happening. So it was at Beachwood Community Center mm-hmm. out in South, uh, was that Southfield, Farmington? Farmington, I believe. Mm-hmm. But we went out there. I, I got my high school coaches. I was with at Murray. Uh, coach Harlan, mm-hmm. Coach Moore, who was my coach in high school. Mm-hmm. I brought all, I, I put the whole staff. We all came and we went out there. And we said, we're going to watch these girls work out because they already had some guys out there working them out, mm-hmm. but not really doing football stuff, just calisthenics. It was like over 80 girls out there in this wow. gym. And so, you know, for any coach, that's just like, man, that's like a smorgasbord. Well, I'm like, I got 80, 80 <laughs> athletes, right. The interest was there. Yeah. yeah. Was, I was like, I got 80 girls. I can figure out how to teach them how to play football. Right. And then, when, like you mentioned earlier, the fact that they were the, the cream of the crop from their athletic, you know, history. And you can see that from their drills. We watched them do just calisthenics. Good feet. Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, she can do this. Oh, yeah. I'm start, man. I start just personnel. Life is personnel. People who don't understand that. They're missing out. Anything in life is about knowing your personnel. Mm-hmm. I was able to see and recognize that these girls could do certain things. And we just started, man, breaking them off. Hey, look, she's going to be a linebacker. She's going to play DN. She's going to play D-tackle. She's an old there, old lineman. She got a chance to play quarterback, receiver. And we just broke it all down. We won a championship in our first year. Mm-hmm. The inaugural season, we won a national championship. And then we won four more, you know, after that. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool, man. Great, great experience to be five-time national champion. Something mm-hmm. nobody can never take away from you. Um, to be able to have an influence like that, and and for those women to have an impact on our lives like that in Detroit, they're champions for the rest of their lives. Detroit Demolition are champions for the rest of their lives. Five-time national champions. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. amazing. I mean, and, and that's it was one of the things that really drew me to your resume, uh, seeing it, that that you coach. Uh, women in football. I mean, that's mm-hmm. just, it's just not something that you typically see. No. How were you received by your peers? That's a great question. Once again, you guys, look, man, dudes, you know, everybody wasn't so kind. Some, some, you know, most people were. Most mm-hmm. people were very supportive. But some dudes looked at it kind of like, man, that can deteriorate, that can deter your, you know, your resume. That can deter what, you, what you're about. Mm-hmm. You're coaching women, you know. Like you brought up earlier with the WNBA and how far they've gone for 25 years. Mm-hmm. Look, it, was, it wasn't looked upon. It was frowned upon in some ways mm-hmm. by certain people. So my peers, some of my peers didn't look at it, you know, like it was something I should do. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. kind of, it, it felt like it maybe would hamper, you know. Your career. My career. Like a mm-hmm. career, it'd be your, your career killer. It could be a career killer, mm-hmm. you know. But you mentioned earlier about just, you know, a championship of any kind. Yeah, is 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 a is a level of significance. I yep. mean, there's a journey attached to that. Mm-hmm. There's hard work. There's sacrifice attached to it. You got to be a little lucky, and you got to have some talent. Yes, you do. Uh, so talk about some of the talent that you had it, uh, it was, on that group. You mentioned them a little earlier. Yeah, it's just it was an amazing amount of talent, and you know, so many girls over that over that period of time that were really look really really talented. But what they were able to do that special for me is that they were able to. They were sponges to the game. So the question that people would always ask is, what's the difference between coaching women and coaching men? Mm-hmm. Well, the one thing about women is they don't have any bad habits. Yes. So right. everything right. we told them, they, bam, was, they, it, it was solid. They believed They it, believed it, it, everything. It, right. So you, and any, any of you guys who played or anybody who played, we all played. The first time you tell a kid something, he think he know. Because mm, right. he played. He's like, oh, man, my coach, I, I, I know how to do that. I can backpedal this way. I can run that way. No, you tell a woman, hey, look, this is what we need you to do. She mm-hmm. did exactly what you told her to do. And there weren't no questions behind it. It was why 
if anything else. Mm-hmm. Well, why am I doing this? Because women are inquisitive. They can mm-hmm. always ask you they why. They want to understand. They want to yeah. understand. Yes. <laughs> they want to know why. So that was always the why. That was we, we did a lot of the whys with them. And it was a positive why. Always. It wasn't a why, why I can't do it, why my, I can't way. Do it my way. It was why, why should I do it this way? And yep. whatever you say, okay, I got you. And, and that was amazing for us as coaches. It enhanced my ability to coach. It, it made me a better coach because I was able to do something that I love to do, and I was able to do it consistently. So when I was done with high school football, we went right into women's football, which was the winter and the spring, mm-hmm. which would be track for most people. Mm-hmm. But we were coaching in the spring and the summer. So our craft was constantly getting better. You were enhancing your we, skills. Always working on our, you know, drills, working on our, 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 you know, trying to make sure the schemes are good. You practice schemes that you would practice with your boys, with the girls. Mm-hmm. Let me see if this will work. Let me try this blitz. Mm-hmm. Let me try this scheme offensively. Let me, let me try this zone. Let me try something else with this passing game, you know. And you would do all those things knowing that you would get a chance to get a realistic view because right. they're going to do exactly what you tell them to do. I was uh, I watched a video of of you talking to the team uh, on YouTube, and this was this was right this was right before a game. This was like the pregame, you know, pep talk, get right, them, right, get them hype. A lot of profanity, and, bro. It, it, it was it was a lot of profanity, but but as as coaches and as players, we always watch the players' reaction to what you're saying, right? Mm-hmm. And we look at everybody's eyes. Those women were focused on you. Yeah. And you coach them and talk to them like they've been playing football for 30, 20 years. You could say it like they were men. Yeah. You could say yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. what people think, you know. Yeah, and, I mean, it was, you know, talk look, about that. I mean, just talk about your look, approach to it. I coached them no different than I coached a man or a young man. I never cheated them. I felt like that they deserve to be coached and given the same opportunity that anybody you would coach the game. Because it was about the game for me. It's the game, mm-hmm. the sport. And I'm not going to cheat them. So they're going to get everything in me to make sure they get the best opportunity to be the best football player they can be. I didn't care what they were. If you're an alien, you're a girl, you're a boy, I don't care what you are. You're trying to play the sport of football. So my responsibility as a coach was to make sure I got the best out of them. And I did, that didn't mean to judge or to look at them in a way of their gender. Mm-hmm. That had nothing to do with it. You got a job to do. So I coached them very, very hard. And that video probably exemplified that a little bit too much for me these, these days. I, well, it got, was, it got me ready. Yeah, I was like, where's yeah, my pass? Yeah. Where's my helmet? I'm ready to go right now. Put me in, coach. Man, that was, that was, that was, uh, yeah, yeah, Chicago. I remember that. I so remember listen, that. so listen, we, 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 you know, we talked about your journey from the West Side Cubs mm-hmm. to uh, college, uh, well, high school to college, to coaching, your playing days at Michigan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so now all that encompassed, and, I, and let me say this: let me be the first. We got a Hall of Famer right ah, here. Thank you, our, folks, our first Hall of Famer. <laughs> our first one. I appreciate that. Congratulations man. on being inducted to the Coaches Hall of Fame. Thanks, Dame. I appreciate that. Thank you, guys, man. That means a lot. Um, you know, you don't get into it for that, but once you get to a point in your career, you realize that it's, it's a possibility. It, it's special. So it's very special for me. Um, 26 years mm-hmm. uh, coaching, you know, high school, college. I coached at Wayne State for two years, mm-hmm. uh, coaching women's football. Um, so to be able to do it and then to be recognized by your peers, man, it don't get no better than that. It don't get no better than no. that. No, and, yeah. and, 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 you know, and you guys know this. For us, we do it because we want our, our kids, we want to have a legacy. Mm-hmm. We want to be able to say we did something in our lives, whatever it is, mm-hmm. that they can look back and they can say, look, my mom, my dad, you know, my uncle, my my." Brother, they did something special, and, you know, I'm proud of that. I'm proud that I was able to do something special, but I was, I'm proud that I was able to do it in a um, community form, in a commitment form where I gave back, and <clears throat> it wasn't about the money. Um, yeah, because we all know high school coaches. No. They're not, making, they're not doing no, it for the money. Man, it wasn't right. money. It, was, it right. was for the love of the game, and it was to make, you know, our young people better and those young ladies better in life. Uh, football was a part of it, of course, but to prepare them for the world mm-hmm. and, and make them better human beings. So, um, man, it, it, it was, look, I got that call and I don't, you know, 
Yeah, that's, that's interesting. How was the yeah, call? Yeah, that was one of the questions we was going to ask. <laughs> yeah, how, how was, was the call? call? Like, yeah, how man, was the call? Man, look, um, <laughs> so, so don't tear up on us yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> man. That was, so I got a call saying that I would have been elected, not selected. Uh-huh. So if you, we all know if you've been elected, you know, you know you've been nominated. Let me right. take that back. Yeah. I apologize. I was nominated. Mm. So I'm like, oh, well, that's cool. You know, I'm nominated. Like, you know, just like you nominated for an Emmy. Mm. You're nominated for a Grammy. I was like, oh, well, that don't mean I'm going to get in. It just means that, you know, I was yeah. nominated. So I called, you know, my brother knows this, and he's going to laugh. I call him first. Uh-huh. God knows. I call my mom and dad. They It, it pisses them off. Because I call him first. Right, right. <laughs> Bro, I got nominated. He was right, like, right. you getting in. I'm like, I don't know. I didn't get in. He I didn't was get like, in. yeah, but you getting in. Right. So I called him, and the nomination came. And then this was months later, during the pandemic. Mm. So um, I'm at home, and uh, I get a phone call. And, and the gentleman was like, hey, Tony, look, I just wanted to let you know that you have been selected into the uh, Michigan High School Football Coaches Association Hall of Fame. Wow. 2021. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So I was just like, wow, I know, you man. just said yeah, that. Yeah, like, it was, and I was at home, and right, I just right. was like, you know, I was screaming, and I was just like, you know, I can't believe it. Right. You know, I, I had, I've done some things in my life. I won championships. Mm. I've been a part of some things way bigger, you know, on a standpoint of just a high school level. I've won, I've been a part of four Big Ten championships. I wow. played in Rose Bowls and won Rose Bowl championships. But by by far, you know, that was the most um, exhilarating, most gratifying thing to hear that. Uh, just for, you know, for me, because I know I had put the time in. Mm-hmm. I know mm-hmm. I had worked. I know I had committed myself to other people throughout those years of my life. Mm-hmm. So it felt cool, man, for somebody to say, hey, man, you know, congratulations and thank you for what you've done for others. Yeah, yeah we definitely, I, I definitely appreciate that. Appreciate yeah, I that. mean, as athletes and, and as coaches, we often... You know, we're, we don't get an opportunity to kind of sit back and reflect mm. on, on our careers or reflect on games, et cetera, uh, because we're always preparing for the next game or preparing for the next, uh, you know, the coaching job or whatever the case may be. Uh, so, so when you think about, you know, being from Finkel. Yeah. Wow. And making it to the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Uh, doing something that you love. Yeah. Uh, what, are, what is the one or two words that really comes to mind when you think about that? Unbelievable. Um, that's, you know, for real. Uh, that, that's humbling, bro. Yeah. You know, that, that's a, that, that puts me in a whole different perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, my, my um, and, you know, a lot of us at this age, we have God brothers and God sisters. Uh, my God sister, Janet Mitchell, uh, she actually lives in Oak Park. She posted on Facebook. She was like, my little brother from Finkelin Manor. Yeah. Is a Hall Call of Fame. Yeah. 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 And, you know, yeah. I thought that was just so cool, man. Mm. And, and you know, from where we come from, all the things we've seen, all of us, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and throughout our lives, you don't ever see that. Like, you ain't going to, I never saw that. No. Mm-hmm. You know, no. I'm no. on mm-hmm. Finkel. I'm on Manor. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing people get killed. I'm seeing people getting high. I'm seeing, you know, prostitution. I'm seeing... You know, I'm seeing a lot of things that a lot of people in the world don't see, but we saw it and we've been seeing it and it's mm-hmm. our normalcy. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So to be able to come out of all of that, off Finkelin Manor, off, you know, being in the hood and be able to go and give back to the community and then be able to be represented and, and appreciated for it and, and given an award for it. Yeah, that's unbelievable because mm-hmm. I didn't, I, that's not what I was doing it for. It's not what I saw. I didn't see it. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't know that was coming. So, yeah, you, you you coached and you played with the right frame of mind. Yeah. Uh, and you did it for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you were successful and you obviously got a little bit of luck. Uh, and you deserve it. Uh, so, Appreciate again, that. from us, from the yeah. Brown College Bros, congratulations. Yeah. Definitely, definitely glad to have you here. Thank you, guys, man. And I'm um, glad you came and shared your wisdom and your knowledge and just told us about Tony Blankenship. Because a lot of people, they know Tony Blankenship. You know, if you didn't go to Murray or if you did go to Murray, you know, everybody know the Blankenship brothers, and but they need to know your story. Yeah. They need to know it's just yeah. not, you know, uh, this, that, and the other. They need to know I'm here, I'm here, I've been there, I came back, I'm giving, and this is what you, what you see is what you get. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for having me. Thanks. Man. Well, Thanks before again. we let you out of here, 
We got we got three things. Actually, we got a couple of things. Uh -oh. for you. <laughs> this is our three one three segment. This is our Detroit segment. The oh, three one three okay. segment. All right. Who we got? All right, so okay. we we got we got three questions for you. Okay. Uh, so the first one is name the three best players you've ever coached. Wow. Regardless of competition level, and they will be listening. <laughs> <laughs> man, y'all doing me Don't like forget that? about the demolition oh, now. Don't forget about the demolition. Hey, man, hey, there's going to be some kids out here. And I think grown men now. But right, they, yeah. Right, right, yeah. Oh, this, coach. This what, coach? Some, this is going to hurt some feelings right here. Oh, yeah. But it's yeah. the D. Nothing's the D. easy in the D. That's why I said 3 one three. best players. All right. I'm, I'm going to start with, you know, because ladies are first. Mm. And I got to do this because I won five national championships with these women. I'm going to say Lori Aaron. Okay. Ah, and and okay. I, ha I have to do that. Just and anybody who know me, they know why. Whatever. She's a legend. Okay. You know, she played okay. University of Iowa and played tailback for us for, you know, three years, one, three. Mm -hmm. She went undefeated. She didn't lose a game. She didn't lose a game. Wow. Yeah, she was. Wow. Yeah. She, yeah so. Shout out to Lori. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you got two more, coach. Two more. Hey, we just getting started. Mm -hmm. Man, it's going to – man, can I get, like, four? No, this is not the 413. No, no honorable mention here. Man, y'all got to No be honorable mention here. No, two more. You got two more. Six years, hey, man, you come up with three kids? You three a Hall of – It don't matter Hall if they kids. It could, be, it could be your brother, whoever. But three, Okay, so I play with two. That you ever coach. coach. Oh, you oh, said no, coach. That okay, you brother. ever coach. Oh, you say coach. Man, okay. horrible, man. Oh, man. Look, anybody I don't mention – Blame it on my head and on my heart. <laughs> and blame it on them. Okay. <laughs> all right. Because all right. y'all know, I, you know you're great to me. All right. I got to say this, man. This kid, uh, his name is Brandon Person. Okay. Uh, Brandon played quarterback for me at Southwestern. Okay. And he was a safety as well. And he actually got a free agent um, stint with the Arizona Cardinals. Mm -hmm. So he was okay. my first NFL kid. Okay. okay. Cool. Okay. Dream teamer, um, played at Tiffin University mm. and got picked up from there. Wow, you had to be good if you played at a Division Two. Yep. That's Division Two. Yep. Mm. So mm. Brandon Person is going to be number two. Oh, man, this is hard, man. I, I, this is going <laughs> to break somebody's heart, man. Because people can't argue Brandon. They can't. Whatever they can say, what they want to say. The dude was a stud. But this is man. Oh, <laughs> this is so bad. Hey, Cam, let me not do this to you, bro. <laughs> oh, he going to get he thinking he, gonna he get is it now. Too. He, he thinking hey, he is now. He going to get his, too. He already got his. Yeah. He see what you're going through. He already got that. Oh, bro, you need to take some notes, man. Talk, call to some dudes and tell them. Yeah, right. Hey, right. Oh, man. Okay. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Murray Wright, Denby, Southwest, Demolition, Michigan. So I've covered Wayne two. State. All right. right. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to do this because it, it needs to be done. This kid's name is Richard Keel. Okay. Okay. Um, a lot of people from the Murray Wright family know exactly who he is. Um, he played for me at Murray. Mm -hmm. uh, he was a phenomenal athlete. This kid played baseball. He was one of the best baseball players in the state. And uh, he went to Central Michigan. Mm -hmm. uh, he played DB up there, and, and Mike DeBorg and those guys, um, and 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 Goody um, Goodson, my, my boy, who's an offensive coordinator, assistant head coach for the Tampa Bay Bucks. Okay, mm -hmm. um, they they recruited him at the time. Man, he shouldn't play no freaking DB at Central Michigan. That's just mm -hmm. he, he would have played on Sundays. He was right. special. Mm -hmm. I mean, he was really really special, man. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I got to go with him. Okay. Because, and, and one thing, he was my first division one kid too for Murray. Okay. There you go. Yeah. So three firsts. Well, yeah. two firsts. We had two yeah. firsts. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Two that's, firsts. That's very true. So all three firsts really. Cause mm -hmm. you know, at the end of the day, they, Your they, first, they uh, yep. Demolition championship. Demolition, yep. So yeah. she won that. So yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I never put it that there way. Never go. even thought of that way. I appreciate you. You you bailed me I threw, out. I threw a live for you. I threw a live for you. <laughs> now, now you got your Facebook response. Right, I got right, it all right. back. You can't. Yep. They all first. Yep. And Rich Richard Keel, he he he's, he coached for years mm. in the city right now. 
He's been a head coach at a couple different places. And that's another thing to be proud of, right there. Very much. He coached Come me off with, your tree with the demolition. He's yeah. one of my kids from the tree. Yeah, yeah. Um, he, he's he's an amazing human being. But man, that dude was special, man. He and I was at Murray. You know, we were building that program, and unfortunately, we didn't have a success until after they left. But they built it. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. uh, I have to put him up there, man. He has to be the guy. Cool, cool. Yeah. Now you're one. What's your proudest sports moment? Man, y'all tripping. <laughs> <laughs> what? I know you got several, but hey, could be the hot. Hey, could be pick one. Pick one. Yeah, what did they do? <laughs> I mean, look, this show. When you be, came this, down, hey, you said you. What they, kind of questions? We they, said we got hey, some basic man, questions for you. They, this, this is these are some great. Y'all are good, man. This is this show better go nationwide. I want to be hey, on. We're trying to get there. We're trying to get there. Shoot. From your Man. lips to God's ears. Amen. Right, right. Put it in the body. Put it out there in the universe. Yeah. And it's gonna happen for you guys. This is these, that's a great question. Man. Rose Bowl, Big Ten Championships, Rose Bowls, Little League football. So as a as a as a as a yeah. So as a player, as a coach, your great your proudest your great sports moment. Proudest sports moment. My proudest sports moment. And this is, has to has to be when I was coaching, correct? Doesn't be. Doesn't have, have to be. To be. be when you were playing. You know what? Um, I'm, I'm gonna say this, and 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 it was. This was very special. When when we won the Rose Bowl mm. in '92 at Michigan, at that particular time in my life, that was the proudest I'd ever been mm -hmm. athletically. Mm -hmm. And I had won championships with the Westside Cubs mm -hmm. every year almost, mm -hmm. and we were successful at Murray. But that was. And the demolition is great too. Don't get me wrong. But I have to go to my roots. Because my roots is where it came from and where it began, where I was able to feel it for the first time. Mm. And that's the first time I felt it mm. in 1992 in Pasadena. Mm. And we beat Washington because Washington had beat us out of us the year before mm. in 91 in the Rose Bowl. Mm. And, and, and very seldom are you able to do that. Right. They play the same, the same team, team again in the bowl game. In the bowl game. And we yep. played them in the Rose Bowl and we beat them. And uh, I just never forget. You know how amazing that felt, man. Mm -hmm. You know, um, we were the kings of the world. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know that day because Michigan is just whatever whatever it is that you know it's big yeah. in this country. So I'm gonna go with that. I'm gonna go with the Rose Bowl, 1992 Rose okay. Bowl. Okay. Fantastic. Okay. Your last three. Your last three of the three won three. Three people that inspired you growing up. Okay, this is not hard. Um, this is easy. My mom, my dad, and my brother. There you go. There you go. Yep. There you go. There you go. Yeah. There you go. I figured I, when we were making up the questions, I figured, you know, uh, definitely your your dad because I know what he do for a living and you yep. know about him That's being pastor. a pastor. Yep. And I know Joe. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know. Yep. You know so yeah. yeah. Keeping yeah. it in the family. No, man. Yeah. That's easy, man. That's, again, go from your roots. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's yep. right. Mm -hmm. well, Tony Blankenship. Tony Blankenship. The Hall of Famer. The Hall of Famer. Appreciate Hall you Famer. for joining us. <laughs> hey, man. Thank you guys, man. Much hey, love to you much guys, love. bro. Thank Appreciate you, man. Yeah. 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 Much yeah. love to you, yeah. man. Where, where, where can the people find you on social media? Man, I'm on uh, I'm on uh, Instagram, tblank31. Um, and I'm on uh, Facebook, Tony Blankenship.